0: everybody, to the How Not to Be a Youth Pastor podcast. Your two favorite youth pastors, Kyle and Derek, back for another episode, learning every single day how not to be a youth pastor. Live from Branson, Missouri today. No, we're not. Oh, <laughs> Just keep them on
1: their toes, you know what I'm saying?
0: That's true. Maybe we should uh, go on tour. Have we ever thought about that before? We really should. We've, we've talked about merch. Yep. Uh, but I don't know that we've ever talked about going on tour. That could be fun. <laughs> what will we do? Go around and just sit in a random
1: park and record ourselves or what?
0: Probably, yeah. I mean, company expense paid trip to yep. a warmer location than Minnesota. Our fans can bring us into their youth ministries and we can, we can give
1: them a Wednesday off.
0: There you go. Yeah, we could just sit on stage and record an episode. A, a small on.
1: honorarium of they need to cover our travel expenses and then a thousand bucks each, something like that.
0: Wow, that's... Uh, confident in, uh, (laughs) in our demand. Um, I, we could do, I don't, I don't really know what the market would be for this, but we could probably pull off going to like a youth conference, like a really big youth conference. You know, the, like the assemblies of God denomination has, has a really big youth week long youth conference every year. Like go to that and, and set up and record somewhere. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't know that anybody around us that, would care. I thought but, you were saying that
1: we go on stage and record a podcast where everybody watches us. All 5,000 <laughs> students just watch us record this podcast.
0: There's got to be like a lull on stage over lunch. Yeah. And so like we'll go up on the stage over lunch when there's nobody in the auditorium yep. and say that we recorded on, live on stage at whatever youth conference. I'm for this. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Uh, no, we are, we are back uh, in our normal studio today uh, with a... A fun episode, I hope. Yeah. Um, you know, today we are going to be talking about uh some terrible, just awful ministry one-liners. Uh things that you should not say. But uh, you probably have said. But you probably have (laughs) said. Uh so before we dive into our list, Derek, I want to ask the quick question. Uh what is, so we're, we're going to flip this or, or maybe I'll give you the option. What is one of the worst things that, that you remember ever saying, uh, as a youth pastor or one of the worst things that's ever been said to you okay. as a youth pastor? I know exactly
1: what to do with this one. Bring so it on. I was having a sermon about why it's important to save yourself for marriage okay. sexually. All right. And the phrase I had used was I was talking about how it's so important to wait and how when you like put boundaries in place and when you do the right things to not put yourself in that spot to fail, it's really, really good for you. But also acknowledging the reality that that's difficult, and so the word, the phrase that came out of my mouth was "you just got to do it." In terms of like me saying, like you just got to like push through the tough part, I said you just got to do it, and like everybody mm. just lost it, obviously because of the double meaning there. It was just like, whoops, that was not ideal. That would do it. Yeah, yeah that's, a- <laughs> yeah. I I have a, I have a sub quick question of the day, but I want to hear yours first.
0: I well, I don't, I, so mine is, is not necessarily something that I've said, but we, so our, our church on Sunday mornings, like, I, I wonder what the statistic on this is, but we have donuts on Sunday mornings. Nice. I was like, what percentage of churches do you think have donuts on a, Sunday a mornings? A good amount, I would think. Uh, we're probably the only reason half of the bakeries in America can, can float it because yep. every Sunday they got to make a bunch of donuts for all the churches in the area. But, but trip is a beautiful thing. Absolutely. But we, uh, I don't even know. There's a guy that like, Hops out of his van and drops a box of donuts off, like a whole bunch of boxes of donuts oh off gosh. at our church at like seven in the morning every Sunday. I have no idea where we order them from, That's but hilarious. it looks so sketchy. Oh yeah. <laughs> White van rolling up, just dropping off boxes. Pretty of boxes. much. No, it's like a minivan though. Oh man, <laughs> it's, it's even weirder. Uh but no, so I I once and uh and before I preface this here, I I am five nine and a half, about one seventy. And so I'm like, I'm, I'm not the skinniest youth pastor you've ever met. I'm not the portliest youth pastor you've ever met. (laughs) I had a student (laughs) tell me once on a Sunday morning that I looked like I didn't need another donut. No. And it was a, it was a middle school girl. And I I was like, well... (laughs) that it's a good thing. That won't give me a complex. Just kidding. That's intense. Uh, Yeah. That was, uh, that was one of the, uh, most depressing moments of my youth ministry career. Please
1: tell me you took every opportunity next time you guys had a church retreat or something and you're playing dodgeball, just
0: accidentally (laughs) just rocking her in the face. It's like, Hey, I'm going to play this round purposely puts her on the other team. Okay. I'll take myself out. Just smack her in the face with a dodgeball and then I'm going to, you know, she has to go sit, stand on the sideline. Then yep. I'm going to aim at the kid that happens to be near her. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I actually, uh, I don't even remember who it was. I just remember it happening. Dude, that's, that's intense. What, what was your sub question going to be? Um, what is your best
1: one liner to pick up your wife? Like,
0: wow. So I am I was going to say, I'm not proud of this, but I a hundred percent am proud of it. Naturally. Uh, there is a YouTube video hidden in the depths of the internet, unable to be found by your average YouTube searcher. That is uh, a video I made in high school with a friend of mine of (laughs) the top 10 best Christian pickup lines. (laughs) And I, how deep in YouTube is this? Like you can't find it with my name. You, like you have to find it of my friend who sure. uploaded it sure. and that's not going on the podcast anytime soon. Naturally. But, um, there were, there were some good ones. Um, I sit with my mom at church. That was, that was one of them that we did. That one made me laugh. Um, uh, you ask a girl out and then you say, are you planning on making your decision too soon? Cause I'm going to make a commemorative altar and Home Depot closes in 10 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um let's see I will never give you a reason to drive a tent peg through my skull <laughs> That one, that one's, that one's deep. You really got to know biblical knowledge. If you're not familiar with scripture on
1: the, the the deepest parts of it, that one is like, what in the world? Yeah,
0: that one's lost on you for sure. Yeah. I think my favorite, and by that, I mean one you should never, ever use to, uh, on, on any church girl that you find attractive was, uh, I'd work seven years for your sister, but I'd work seven more for you. Uh, <laughs> Yes. I would, I would not recommend that one. That's another deeper, like scripture (laughs) knowledge one. I like it. So yeah, most of them were really just like phrases you should never, ever use as a pickup line. You got your classic, like, uh, I was reading through the book of numbers and I noticed I don't have yours. Yeah. That one's classic. Uh, But yeah, so that's,
1: (laughs) have I ever told you what my wife's middle name? Uh,
0: doesn't your wife have two middle names? Uh, yes. Technically. Sorry. Was that part of a pickup line? And yes. I jumped. And it? you <laughs> just screwed it up. <laughs> start over. Start over. Did I ever tell you about my wife's uh, middle name? No, you didn't. Gillette. Gillette.
1: Yeah. It's because she's best. the best a man can get.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs>
1: It would have been so much better if you didn't. Sorry, I'm
0: sorry, I didn't know. (laughs) I just
1: appreciate your, your attention to detail, your critical thought. You're like, yeah, I do know both your wife's middle
0: names. Do you know both my wife's middle names? Uh... I think so. Do you want me to take a guess? Uh, sure. I believe it's, I don't know the order, but I think it's Jen, Jennifer Nicole. Nice. The, nice. And the only, so the only that's reason I know weird. that. So first of all, your wife and I went to, like I know her before I knew you Correct. and we were great friends our freshman year. And then you showed up and it all she, up. You, were, you were the only person <laughs> she ever started to spend a time with. She completely left the <laughs> well, room. That's not true. Uh, but no, yes. it's not. It's not true. But, uh, no, for, I remember it because for the longest time, her Facebook account. Oh, was yep. uh Meg Jen Cole or something yep. like that. Uh yep. was it was it was on there. So that's the only reason I remember it. I don't think I could tell you your middle name. But, <laughs> no. Uh, Derek uh Derek Mum. Derek Justin. You're joking. It's not, is it really Justin? No, it's not. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, you got me. You got me. No, I got nothing. Uh, so w- apparently we're going to have to do a an episode at some point of Christian Pickup Lines. Yep. But uh, that's not today's episode. Today's episode is more along the lines of uh, maybe things that shouldn't be said by youth pastors, uh, whether it's from the stage or in one-on-one conversation or both. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're going to, you know, it's, it's too obvious for us to say like, Okay, hey, don't swear. Yeah, or you know, don't uh, take the Bible out of context. Right, like, you know that. Yeah. that's that's not fun for us to talk about. So we'll have we'll definitely have some serious ones here today.
1: Uh, well, it, it's a good mix of just like just dumb things that we just spent the last twenty minutes talking about, <laughs> um, mixed with some actual legitimate good nuggets of truth that yep. would you just shouldn't mention. Ever.
0: Yep. So I'm going to, we're just going to kind of go back and forth. We have a huge list here and we're not even sure that we're going to get through them all, but we're just going to kind of go for it. And if this episode turns into an hour and a half, it turns into an hour and a half. Um, But the first one that I'll, I'll say, and this is one that I am guilty of and one that I am now very conscious of is getting up uh, on the stage on a, on a Wednesday night or whenever. And, and when you look out and It might not be quite as full of a room as you want it to be, or maybe as it usually is. Yep. Uh, Leading with the phrase like, hey, where is everybody? Because it immediately devalues everybody that is there. Yep uh not not the best way to start off your Wednesday night no and I think there's a there's another one
1: that I have that I think is very very similar uh, that you know if you have a kid who maybe hasn't been there for a while maybe they're in a sport we talked about that a few weeks ago um, you know they for whatever reason they have not been a part of your youth ministry in a while and they come to youth group they see you and you go hey what's up where have you been you know it immediately instills that guilt in them of like, Hey, you haven't been here. And I've noticed, and like where you need to now validate why you haven't been here, which is obviously not your, your intention as a youth pastor. It's just something that sometimes I know has rolled off my tongue before probably rolled off your tongue before, but, um, it's one of those things that it just, it kind of, instead of making them feel welcomed and embraced, they're immediately hit with like guilt and shame, which is not great either.
0: No, no, that's you're telling me that guilt and shame is not the goal of youth ministry. I've been doing it all wrong. Well, I
1: mean, that one for the last six years, that one youth student inflicted guilt and shame on you with her, your that donut. That's true. So,
0: and do you know what? I love donuts, so I'm gonna keep eating them. Amen, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm gonna go uh, for my next one. I'm gonna go with uh, don't tell your parents. Um, if (laughs) probably not something, I don't, I don't think there's ever been a helpful and biblically founded story (laughs) that has been told immediately following the phrase, don't Don't tell tell your your parents. parents. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm trying to think if, uh, if I've done that recently, um, I, I'm not sure that I have, but I'm sure I have at some point. Uh yeah. And it's I, I actually I'm pretty sure I actually have not said this just
1: because like I am I'm petrified of parents. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I I would never I would never say that because like I I would much rather handle a student who's mad at me than a parent who's mad at me. And yeah. so that's something where I always kind of err on the other side. But one thing that I have been guilty of that is then uh, this is beyond just youth ministry context, but whenever you start out a phrase that says something along the lines of, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but, and then you proceed (laughs) to tell that person that thing. It's like, it's one of those things. It's like the temptation to share whatever that is, is so, so intense, but you can't help like fight it. And so it's like, you just naturally say it. And it's, I've been guilty of that one in more ways than one.
0: That one kind of reminds me too of, uh, any time, and every Christian ever knows what I'm talking about here. Uh, the the gossipy prayer request, yes, you know where where it's like, oh, did you hear about Susan? We need to pray for Susan because she, uh, got, you know, you know she, she she got a DUI and her husband cheated on her, and you know, so, so we, we gotta pray. So we should pray for Susan. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Suspicious. Uh yeah. No, that's probably that's probably not a good way to go. Um, let's see. I'm gonna go with uh whenever you're. Uh, you'll hear this one oftentimes when you yes. pray, mm-hmm. uh, you know, God, we just invite you here today. Where did he go? <laughs> was, was God not there previously? And why did we not invite him? <laughs> God, God wasn't already here. We didn't invite him before this moment. Uh, he, uh, his, his absence was so palpable that we felt the need to invite him here. Oh, man. Uh, you know, and we understand that that one's definitely symbolic. Like, I don't think anybody actually feels like, you know, God isn't there or we need, right. but, but especially when you are, uh, molding the theology of young people, mm-hmm. uh, little phrases like that matter. Yeah. And we're not actually, we don't actually have to, like God's already there. No. He's He's already in our presence. Yeah. We don't actually need to invite them.
1: And there have been times I've actually legitimately like said that from the stage of like, God, we don't need to invite you here today. We just need to be more aware of who you are. We need to be more aware of your presence in this place. And so that's one of those things, um, you know, where it's like, (laughs) you're so spot on because it just, it just rolls off the tongue. It's just something you naturally have heard growing up. It's something you naturally just say. And so it's one of those things where it's like, I, I just,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes, I knew that was going to get him. All right. Background. Uh, so I, we've talked about this before. Uh, you know, Derek and I have, like a, a Google Doc, a show doc where yep. we write everything down. And this is, and you, we just have a long list here of terrible one liners to say in youth ministry. Well, we can add to that list yes. at, during the episode if we think of a good one. And I thought of a good one and I was betting that it was going to make Derek laugh and break. And it sure did. Well, here's
1: the problem I, I wouldn't have, but it was what happened before that. I'm in the middle of my thought and someone walks past Kyle's office to like potentially walk in sees that we are you know recording Kyle waves at him and so Kyle for
0: his birthday got a little on air sign No 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 hold on back up <laughs> okay. for my birthday my wife made me yes. handmade an an on air sign Which that looks it, amazing It lights up and everything Yep and so we wanted to show it off and we had talked about like oh we'll record this episode in the dark so when people walk by they can see it really well and so i i put in the show doc like hey turn the lights off <laughs> which which could like w- given the context of what we're talking
1: about like bad one liners to not say hey can you turn, turn, the, lights
0: turn the lights off turn the <laughs> lights off turn the lights off that's probably uh, probably not a great although i will i will say that in the context of like, hey, we're gonna go back into worship, and yeah. all the house lights are on. I'll I'll give that one. Yeah, it, it was more so just like that. That
1: just kind of like got you know, it kind of gave me the giggles because I'm like, okay, like that could be hilarious. And then you would, you jump in on, on the one you just add, which I'm going to let you share that one because that one is good. Uh, but yeah, I, I broke down. I even know where I was going with that, but it was somewhere constructive until you until you broke down. So is it, is it my turn? I believe uh, it's I my don't turn. Know. I'm going to go. Um, you know, one thing that I have, have said before, uh, that I, I have checked myself cuz Kyle and I have had this conversation. Uh, when you get up, especially if you're speaking to a new group or it's like a different part of the year and you're kind of like doing the youth pastor thing or you are, you know, introducing your family and your <laughs> kids and everything, and you're like this and this is my smoking hot wife. Yes. Like, uh, like this is one of those things where there's there's nothing wrong with like having um like attraction to your wife. Like there's nothing wrong with that. And I have a story with this as well that I'm going to go along with it. Um, and so, uh, but it is one of those things. Like if you have, if you have like just boys in the group or even girls, like it's one of those things where you're kind of instilling sometimes like, like, Oh, like, do you know where I'm trying to go with this? Like, I, I feel like there's one of those things where you can kind of like put temptation in there that doesn't need to be in there. Ah, you know what interesting, I'm saying? Interesting. Um, like, it's like, and I'm not overly concerned about this um, because it's, we're married. It's all this good stuff. But it's, it is one of those things where, um, I, I have talked to women sometimes about this particular phrase. Uh, and, and, and some, some women are kind of like, it just makes them feel objectified. It makes them feel like you're kind of putting, you know, kids with hormones, like on, on alert to some degree. And so I'm not fully sure where I'm at with that. I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with it. I think it's all contextual personally, but it is one of those things that just naturally youth pastors will say. And I, I do have a story that goes along with this. Um, so, uh, this is probably a little bit too much information, uh, but we this can help- should,
0: this should where, can I add that to the list? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this yes. is, this is probably too much information. Yes. Um, I think that's a, just another way to say, I probably shouldn't tell you this. Yes.
1: It, it 100% was, and there's a good chance we edit this out later. We'll see what happens. But there was a time, (laughs) there was a time. Just for the
0: record, I, we are like almost 50 episodes in. I don't think we've ever done that. No, we haven't. We haven't. Well,
1: the first time for everything. So there was a time in my phone, my wife's contact was sexy lady Nice. So I mean, right? Like we've married for six years. Yeah. Like, why not? I, it, Own it. So we are driving. So I I am driving in my truck on the way home from a mission trip training. We're we're visiting another church to do some mission trip training, <laughs> and so I have two middle school boys in the back seat who are in the middle of conversation, and my phone is plugged into my truck, and I have Apple CarPlay. Oh and yeah. When, whenever you get a text through your iPhone, it. Pops up on your screen.
0: Does and- the does the car read it too? No. Oh, that no. would have been even better. That
1: would that would have been insane. So like these, these two kids are are, are talking and um, I'm listening to the radio. What it does do though, Kyle, is it just like stops your audio yep. and just kind of like alerts sure. you. And so then up on my screen comes Message from sexy lady, and the back of the truck went silent, <laughs> like they were like crickets, <laughs> like almost like, oh my gosh! And then like these, so we we were, we keep driving, and the two kids are like, well, that must be embarrassing having two kids in the back, and I'm like, nah, I have a license for it, so.
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so uh, no, we're not editing that out. That's a great so story. It, it was it
1: was one of those things I got back to and both their parents were sitting in in the in the church parking lot. And so I said, Hey, just so you know, this happened, and they go, That's awesome. It's good for the boys to see that you have an attraction for your wife. And so I was kinda like, so I was thinking about that because it, it just goes back to the my smoking hot wife. It's just it's contextual. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's but it is just something to be aware of. But yeah, I I, I do think it does give credence to the fact that like you find your spouse attractive and there's nothing wrong with that.
0: All I can think of right now is, uh, you know, you're listening to music and then it pauses and you just hear call from sexy lady. (laughs) 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 Oh man. Uh, so, this is jumping back like five minutes now, but we never actually said what it was I wrote in the show doc here that, that made you break oh earlier. Oh my gosh. Um, so so I'm going to go ahead and share. Uh, Daddy God. Yep. When you start a prayer with Daddy God, yep. you automatically lose any credentials you earned. Uh, any, wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe not. But, uh, yeah, there's no room for that. There's no need for that. And, and I'll go along the same lines. Uh, and, and I'm going to caveat this cause one of the ones we have in here is like no cap. All yeah. right. Or, or, and, and I'll broaden it to basically any current vocabulary yeah. lingo yep, with one major exception. All right? Like you should never seriously use I I would I would argue don't ever use the phrase like no cap or or slay sure. or mid or anything. Yep. Like from the stage in a serious way. Sure. However, there's nothing more... Sa- and parents will agree with me on this. There's nothing more satisfying than yes. ruining a phrase yep. for your students. Yep. All right? If you use a phrase to purposely ruin it for them, to like, like oh, my youth pastor said that, now yep. it's no longer cool. Yep. That's awesome. But if you're trying to use the phrase... To seem hip and cool when you are not if that's not who you are It's pretty cringy. Then you're in big trouble. Yeah. It's 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 pretty cringy and it just it, it, it feels
1: force, it feels counterfeit, it just doesn't it doesn't always land. Uh, it never lands very well. And so um, it is one of those things where you I've I've used it as a way to embarrass myself as well. Like there you, go. Yeah. you know, like, hey, uh like no cap. You know, and they're just like, What? You know, like, <laughs> like what are you like what are you talking about? Um, so that is fun and it kind of goes back. I think we had an episode about this once, about like how what you don't need to do is try and like refreshing yourself or like be on the in of all this lingo because yeah. it doesn't it's just not necessarily helpful. Um but kind of along the, the, the to me the, that that's kind of like not pop culture but just modern day stuff. Something you see all of the time is hashtag blessed. And Cal and I were talking about this before. Um, it's nothing wrong with the there's nothing wrong with hashtag blessed inherently. But the part that we just kind of go back to is a lot of times the hashtag blessed is in in relevance to like material things. Yeah, like like I'm I'm. And you know, I'm I'm gonna since you took two for one I'm taking two for one that's fine I'm gonna give you one of my biggest pet peeves one of my biggest one-liners that just irk me
0: which is along the that's lines a of f- fun word irk irk yeah. Zach irk yeah okay <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna retroactively go with the crickets
1: on that yep, one yep thank you um all the fantasy football players in the world are like okay yeah that was dumb
0: yep and all of the non-fantasy football players are like okay that was dumb yeah thank you. Thank you for humbling me once no more. No problem. Anytime. I'm good at it.
1: Along the lines of hashtag blessed, there's another hashtag that drives me batty. Hashtag too blessed to be stressed. It drives me wild because you can be insanely blessed and know that and love the Lord and still be stressed. Like, like they, they are not. All the time. They're, they're like the formula of I have too many blessings, therefore my stress or fear or worry is invalidated. First of all, is not theologically sound. Second of all, is dumb. Third of all, has no relevance. Like if, if it's something to where it forces you to like be grateful and content. Okay, yeah, maybe if, if, if that's what floats your boat. But I think there are so many other phrases in which you can just go, you know what? Thanks God, but like I also like am kind of stressed. So can I lean on you right now? Can I come to you right now in prayer? Like there's so many ways if you are stressed, just saying I'm too blessed to feel this way to me is not is not a great way of like resolving that problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're fired. <laughs> if you, if you use that, uh, I will say this is not a one-liner, but this is maybe actually, uh, something we should use more. Ooh. Uh, you know, you, you used the word irk and that's a, that's a word that maybe we don't use enough in our English vocabulary. <laughs> uh, this, uh, a couple weeks ago now we did a, we started our high school Bible study for the year and, and we have a middle school Bible study we started and we, we've never done this before where we started them both doing the same thing, uh, starting in Genesis. Yep. And, and so I'm sitting Sunday night in our high school Bible study and I'm like, Hey, you know, so-and-so can you read the next, you know, day of creation and his, His uh, translation of his Bible, I mean, it wasn't like King James, but whatever it was, it was, you know, and God created the firmament and it separated the water above the firmament from the water below the firmament and then the firmament and then the firmament. And and I was like, man, we don't use firmament enough in our vocabulary, probably because nobody really knows what it means, but uh, it's a great word. I was just going to ask
1: for a definition of firmament. It,
0: It seems like it is a smoothed dome like wow. area, uh, I, I would almost equate it to what we would now refer to as atmosphere. Interesting. Okay. But uh, I, I, like I could talk a long time on firmament, but I won't. Um, You're a flat earther, aren't you? Obviously. Although, no, because I said dome. Yeah. Which would, which would <laughs> then... Uh, equate it to not flare enough. (laughs) Yes. Um, so next one I'm going to go with is, um, this is, this is one for, uh, for a phrase that you'd say to an adult. Yep. Uh, you can start volunteering right away. I'm going to, I'm going to throw that one out here as a phrase that you probably shouldn't ever say as a youth pastor. Uh, unless you are talking to your best friend in the world, uh, somebody walks up to you and says, Hey, I, you know, I would like to help out with, uh, with the youth ministry. I love, uh, you know, working with the next generation. Uh, another red flag typically is, you know, I, I used to be a youth pastor or it's not a red flag, but it's definitely a yellow flag. I used to be a youth pastor or I, you know, I volunteered with the youth ministry at my last church. Sure. Uh, You know, to me, I'm like, okay, what, what are we getting here? Yep. Uh, but no matter what, there are some legal issues, uh, that could arise from using the phrase, you can start volunteering right away. Sure. Because background checks are a thing are a thing mm-hmm. and i was recently talking to somebody who you know they they were at a church previously where in the nursery that they, they mandate they they basically had uh mandatory volunteer nursery hours for parents at their church and and the heart behind it was good because sure. it was like you you, you, know, you are, you have kids, your own kids that are spending time in the nursery on Sunday mornings. So you, you know, you should be pouring right. back into that. Mm-hmm. So if you are sending your kids to the nursery once a month, you also have to volunteer right. in the nursery. That works really good on paper, until you remember that background checks are a thing. Yep. And then what ended up happening was everybody knew everybody could see which parents never volunteered. Oh, so it got a little so they knew So they knew, which parents didn't pass the background oh, checks. Oh no. And so the, uh, that's uh, I mean, I would not institute a sure. uh, a rule like that at your church. Yeah, but you do need like background checks when you're working with minors are an absolute necessity. Yeah, and so you have, you can't just immediately green light say, somebody and say yeah, you can start
1: volunteering right away. Well, and I think while we're on this, a uh, whole idea of legality and that type of thing. Um, there's another one-liner that I think is tempting to say that we just need to be cautious of as youth pastors, and it goes something like this: uh, "I promise this will only stay between us." And there's sure. a, there's a few things here that are problematic. A promise, um, you know, I'm a firm believer. If you promise something, especially to a young student or a a formidable student you best believe you got to you got to stick to that promise. As if as if you shouldn't stick to your promise for anybody else, but I feel like especially with the youth, you need if you're going to give them your word, you got to teach them that you stick to it. And so the reason that's a problem is there's no guarantee that you can keep that promise. Like if they come to you and, and they have thoughts about harming themselves, harming somebody else, um some form of abuse at home. Legally, you need to report that. And so legally, you can't keep that between you two. And so now you just broke their trust, broke their heart, and broke your word. And so... Um- you know, I we and we I think we've talked about this on that mentor episode, uh, whenever that was. I'm sure you can go back and look at it. But um, there are ways you can kind of get around that of saying, "Hey, just so you know, um, if you say something, I need to say something." But um, just just kind of throw that out the window of I promises will only stay between us, even if that's kind of the hope.
0: Yeah, that's good. Um, we got three here. We'll go. We'll go a little rapid fire. We got three that all kind of relate to. Uh, Things that you probably shouldn't say in your sermons. Okay. A little mini-series here. Yep. Uh, First one, I didn't have a whole lot of time to prepare this week. Yep. (laughs) Even if that's true, don't acknowledge it, right? (laughs) Probably not. Um, Number two, uh, I haven't found it in scripture, but... (laughs) Have you ever said that? I don't think so. I haven't either. Um, but I'm I, sure it's been said. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I <laughs> I haven't found it in scripture, but uh, that's that's uh if if you haven't found it in scripture, it's probably in first opinions. Yep. Uh yeah. It's, um. That's that's a dangerous one. And then the third one is is the phrase that I think that every pastor has probably said and probably used incorrectly. And in the that last is seven days. The simple two words. In closing, in closing, Mm -hmm. closing, as uh, I wrap up is another one, as I wrap up. Mm -hmm. Yep. We're almost done here. Yep. Uh, you hear various, uh, various versions of it, but they all lead your audience, your congregation to believe that you are almost done. Uh, at minimum, this allows them to ignore what you're saying while they start to gather your thing, yeah. their things, uh, at its worst, you say it too early and 20 minutes later, and you're 20 still going. minutes later,
1: you're still mm-hmm. going. been there, done that personally. And it's, it, it's tempting because you almost want to give them, I think the reason you would want to do it is to kind of recapture attention. Yeah. You know, like that, like that's kind of the, the, yeah, the that's thought. the
0: purpose behind it.
1: Yeah but it almost can be like the opposite if yeah. you if you've broken that before. Um I got two quick ones that are more social media related. <laughs> these listen
0: <laughs> listeners. <laughs> these are so I cracked up so hard when I saw you put these in here. I love them. <laughs> the first one,
1: can I get your Snapchat? There there there's no upside to this. Like there there was a time in which I think it was even you maybe where Snapchat was like the primary form of communication for you.
0: Not for, not for me, but my, I know people like my brother and my sister-in-law are both, uh, I don't know, four years younger than me, Yep, three or four years younger than me. And so for some reason, that generation, uh, let me phrase that. Hold on, I'm I'm struggling with family tree lingo here. My brother and my sister in law, yes. who are two like I'm talking about two like my brother yep. and my and my wife's sister. Oh, not I see. Like like they are I, not married to I each see. other. I see. Yeah, that's that's what caught me here. But um, they they were friends growing up because we grew up in the same town. Yeah, but. Um, So they're both in like, there's a little age range where like Snapchat started to become the primary means of communication. Yep. And I remember we had, like, our church had a youth Snapchat account. Yes. That's that's what I was remembering. About two weeks. And I decided, okay, this is dumb. Yeah. Mm hmm. (laughs)
1: Well, and, and it's, it's the, my issue with Snapchat is not inherently that Snapchat's bad. The problem is. Oh, it's
0: evil. It's satanic. And anybody who has it is of the devil. There you go. (laughs) You've heard that before. You've heard that. You've heard that. You know what? I'm going to add that to the list, but you continue.
1: Um, there's just no accountability it, it, it it's a it's a youth pastor's worst nightmare they can say anything they want against you and you're in trouble so like can I get your snapchat like no let, let, let's let's maybe just nix that and say hey um, you know is that cool like if I text you if I text your parents like there are so many other ways to communicate with your students getting your snapchat um, not necessarily required right uh, the next thing uh, <laughs> slide into my DMs if you want to sign up for for our retreat coming up <laughs> why
0: what what is the benefit of sliding into the dms <laughs> what you know what i've our, heard it i'm just telling you, I've church, heard it. i'm not doubting you have i'm just saying i disagree with it vehemently oh, which yeah. is another great vocabulary word Dude, we are just crushing it that word of the day toilet paper oh is it just pays off handy uh like what is i will say so if you are in youth ministry and you have, and you utilize Facebook and Instagram, for example, yep. which uh, which you probably of, do, which you probably do. And they are great tools. One of my pet peeves are people who have Facebook and Instagram accounts, Yep, right? Like, like I've got, it's not bad to have accounts for those, yep. but when you join them, they make it very, very because it's the same parent company. Sure. So they make it very easy for you to post to one, and then with one click, it automatically posts to the other as well. Yep. Which, if I'm posting a, a picture or a stat, like that's fine. Mm-hmm. However, Instagram captions do not uh-huh. hold <laughs> internet links. At all, like you can't post a link Mm -hmm. in the caption of your Instagram photo, and people can click it and go to it. That's not how Instagram works.
1: Into your bio,
0: right? Facebook, you can do that. Yep, but Instagram, you can't. So one of my pet peeves is. When people do that and then you see uh-huh. like the, the link in their Instagram caption yep. and you're like, I can't click that. What yep. was the point of you doing that? Uh, but one of the ways that you can remedy that is just to say, hey, slide into my DMs and I'll send you the link. Right, Derek? No. <laughs> I don't like it. I do not like as, it. As Derek alluded to, your Instagram bio is a great place to put the link. Yes. For that sign up, Which I'm great with
1: saying, check out our bio to sign up. That's totally different than slide into my DMs.
0: I see people all the time. It's just straight up link in bio. Like that's all the info you need to give them. Yep. They can go to where they need to go and everybody can stay out of each other's DMs. Life is good. (laughs) Um, All right. uh, Next one here I'll say is um, I don't think you'll need that form. Uh, I don't think you'll need that medical form. You probably don't have to bring it. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Uh, you know what? It's fine until it's, it's not. not. <laughs> uh, and as somebody who has spent time in emergency rooms with youth students, yes, I can attest that the medical forms actually come in handy if you do them right. Uh, I don't think that that is like an episode. Because that sounds like the most boring episode ever. I feel like you've mentioned, didn't you like have to take a
1: student in like Puerto Rico or Panama or Puerto something? Puerto Rico. Yeah. And you left them to go get Taco Bell.
0: I left them with another one of our adult <laughs> leaders okay. in the room. They important. were like, okay. important clarification. Yeah. yeah. We need to give them an IV. It's going to take a while. Yeah. Cool. They're hungry. My other youth leader is hungry because it was like two in the morning. Yeah. So me and the translator went across the street Such to a good Taco story. Bell. Such Actually, a good story. I think it might've been a Wendy's. I don't remember. But uh, if either you went way, to it was, Taco Bell it was in fast Panama, food. That would be amazing. It was fast food. I don't remember exactly. It was either Wendy's or Taco Bell, I'm pretty sure. But I don't remember which one it was. I, I think it might've been Wendy's because I think we got fries. Okay. But it doesn't matter. Do it. Uh, do but anyways, yeah. Uh, the forms are, uh, they're important. Another
1: uh, forms related thing as we're talking about events. How about this for a one liner? Sorry, guys, this event's canceled. Not enough of you signed up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shame. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, just just bashing them over the head with the condemnation is. Uh, that's always a good idea. Yeah, great way to go in youth ministry. Nothing wrong with it. Um, how about this one? At my last church. <laughs> <laughs> beginning, beginning. Too many statements with "at yeah. my last church." Uh, it will get you fired. It will probably get you fired from your current church, uh-huh. and then you can talk about it at your next church. <laughs> uh, it's you know saying something like "oh, at my last church, whatever." Like inherently, again, not a bad thing. No, but when it's overused. Or when it's a comparative thing. Right.
1: And that's, that's, that's when you get in trouble. Because
0: like, like there have been times where I've,
1: you know, I've had conversations with my staff and they were a part of different ministries prior to us. And like, there were some really good ideas that came out from, yeah. hey, when I was at this church, we did this and it was really productive. That's fantastic. That's yeah, There great. can be
0: really good insight there.
1: Yeah. But like, as you said, like, um, hey, why aren't we doing this event? Uh, Because it's just not working. Oh well, at my last church we did it. Like okay, like (laughs) like,
0: that's not that's not helpful at (laughs) all. That's that's
1: that's not great. Um, And so again, I feel like context. Really, we could. This could just be an episode. Like context is everything in in any form of phrase, any form of scenario. Context is key. Um, But in that same vein, um, at my last church, uh, there's another kind of like sibling or cousin to this phrase that goes. I had a youth student once who, and then you proceed to share something about a certain student. Now, um, again, context, really, really important here. If that student's not in the room and it's anonymity and it can be something that is funny or whatever, totally different than if you are sharing that if it's something super negative negative. And that student whom in which you speak is in the room with you when you are saying it. Like that is, that that, makes them feel small. It makes them feel dumb. Even if nobody else knows who it is, you just now like made them feel incredibly pea-sized.
0: Oh, hundred percent. So I'm going to, I'm going to make up a story here. This, I've clarified, this has never happened to me. It probably has happened to somebody, but it's never happened to me. So if you're preaching on a Wednesday night and the cops show up and arrest one of your students mid-sermon. Okay? okay. Two First weeks First of
1: all, wow.
0: I, well, I told you it was like it's never happened. I, I had to go big here. Yep. Uh because most of the other stuff has happened. <laughs> uh, but if you if that were to happen, right? Two weeks later, like, you know, I, whether or not the student was guilty of something or not, a couple of weeks later, like everybody's back, that student's there, right? You get up to your, to tell your story of your sermon and, and you start out with, okay, so like, I won't say who, but you know, there was this one time I was preaching and a student got arrested in the middle of my sermon. <laughs> Every single student is turning and looking at that kid. Uh-huh. Even if they're not in the room, yep. everybody knows what you're talking about. That is a terrible <laughs> yes. idea. Yes. Yes terrible idea all right uh we've got one last one that uh, that we're gonna share here and uh, and that one is blank is my favorite student hmm um with the giant caveat of we know you have one we all or at least know a cluster. that you have at least one if not a handful of favorite students yes all right that's fine mm-hmm you just don't tell people Uh that. And if you are going to tell people that Derek, what's the one demographic of people you definitely don't tell who your favorite student is, your wife. Well, I'm I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm totally kidding.
1: Um, I mean saying that with all the rest of your students is not a good idea. The other students probably shouldn't be, it yes. shouldn't
0: be broadcasted yes. to.
1: Absolutely. I'm not going to lie to you, Kyle. I got a little nervous. I was going to say the wrong thing there. Cause you really just kind of set me up for a softball that was, here. Oh,
0: I was such an easy answer. I know. And, and I, and I, I, you I, nailed I got it. it right. I you know. Absolutely
1: I, just, nailed it. I just, I get insecure. Okay. You know, it's, it's one of those things. So I just doubt myself. <laughs>
0: Well, I'll tell you what, there, uh, there's probably a lot more we could add to this oh, list, man. Um, but, but we got to cut it off somewhere. Uh, but I, I do think that <laughs> they're, man, they they look back at some of these, there, there's a couple that really get me you know, uh, Kyle, cracked up a little bit. In closing,
1: I would say <laughs> that I am just excited for what's going on here at how not to be a youth pastor. And so if you want to slide into my DMs, I want to get us signed up for something really, really exciting. And you probably don't need Uh any forms, but my smoking hot wife will be a part of it. Um, and so I don't know where everybody's going to be. Um, uh, I don't know necessarily where people have been, but no cap daddy. God
0: will be (laughs) showing up in a big way for this event. I gotta, I gotta say Derek. Um, (laughs) yeah, I probably shouldn't tell you this, so don't tell your parents. I already used that one, but I, <laughs> I, I just doing this podcast with you, I'm, I'm too blessed to be stressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, Good. and I think that, uh, I, and I promise that this will stay between us, but you are my favorite youth pastor. Wow. Wow. (laughs) That was impressive. There it is. Uh, We appreciate you guys hanging out with us today. Uh, Hopefully you have not used any of these, but if you have, welcome uh, to the club. Welcome to the club. If you've got other submissions, uh, please let us know uh, how to be a, you- how not to be a youth pastor. That's Dude, the that's second time, the I've time I've done that. Shoot. How not to be a youth pastor at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear uh, other suggestions you have or stories if you've used uh, any of these, but uh, that does it for today's episode. Uh, for Derek and I, uh, I'm going to go pray to daddy God. Goodbye. Goodbye.